okay, so I, I, I'm going to start. So I wanted to start with you just introducing yourself and telling you what you do. And I'd really love to know how you came in contact with me because when you did, I was so excited. I like went on, I immediately started listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that this woman me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I think that there was like a podcast list I had made. Like I found an Excel sheet that was like podcasts I had really liked and I wanted to reach out to the hosts maybe like two years ago. And mm-hmm. I was actually like going through my Excel, like deleting files because I didn't have space. And I was like, oh, I forgot about this list. And then it had your email and stuff on it. And that's when I was like, oh, all right, I'm going to, um, you know, do, I guess what I had started to embark on two years ago and never finalized. Oh, I love that. And I, um, I just love what you, you know, like what you stand for and what you're about. So tell me why you start, like, what was your purpose of starting the podcast? Mine was, I think we're in line. Mine was to help other entrepreneurs and hopefully like find inspiration through other people the way that I do and give them a voice. It started local in Savannah, but then it blew up. So how, then it like, I wouldn't say it blew up, but I definitely started getting listeners nationwide, which I really wasn't expecting. I was just trying to help my spray tan partners because, you know, I teach people how to own Mm -hmm. and run a spray tan business. I was just trying to like help them through people who have inspired me. And, um, and that's why I started. So tell me the reason why you started. So I started as a blogger back in 2011. Uh, When I was seven, my father was wrongfully convicted and put in prison in Rhode Island. And the year that he got out is the year that I started this fashion blog way before fashion blogging was a thing. And so I built it out into this full-time lifestyle platform, really talking about being fearless and being unfiltered. And through that had started this podcast that was about entrepreneurship and startup life and being young and trying to maintain this career. And then I found an email list and pitched that to Disney. And then I ended up getting the show that picked up on Radio Disney. So I moved to LA, filmed the show there. And then when I was at Disney, started this other company called Be Fearless Summit. And then COVID happened and I ended up uh, hosting some Be Fearless Summits with universities. So I left Disney and started pursuing these college summits. And then now that is what I built the brand out to be. So really being fearless, being unfiltered, a lot to do with the personal brand. But we also have a great community of predominantly young professional women who I think feel very inspired by, mm-hmm. um, you know, self-made entrepreneurship. And so hopefully through my own content and platform, I'm able to give them access to this unique world of being young and running a startup. Yeah, I love that. And I mean, and you're doing that. You are inspiring people, but I love how you just went after it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, mine was kind of like accidental, but I love how you were like, I'm going to do this. And I love everything that you did and the confidence that you had behind it. But was, you know, I like, we have, you know, you have to have some confidence and some push to do this, but like, were there any moments, you know, I like to talk about the good and the bad. So like, what was like, Cause what you're, where you are at now just seems like more you, like it's more relaxed. So like, I'm sure there were moments of like, and trying to be perfect or trying to, how did you get through those moments of, um, I would say like the best way to say it is like fear and uncertainty. That's such a great question. I think it's been this evolution. I mean, looking back at when I even started my blog, I was nowhere near as confident as I am now. I was super insecure. I had no plans to be an entrepreneur, let alone an influencer. So for me, I think it's having that fearlessness, 
on my side, but also being pretty naive throughout the years. Like I said, I didn't really have any business background. I didn't have anyone giving me money or helping me do this. So I've learned a lot on my own just by getting opportunities, falling down, failing, getting back up. And so that's enabled me to truly, I think, lean into this fearless persona where I'm able to go through these motions. And when things go wrong, I don't get as frustrated. I don't get as held up by that stuff anymore because I'm so used to the process. And I always like to say every no is a yes in two years. And I've been able to prove that. I love that. I love that. I'm going to remember that. I'm going to write that. I have this board. I'm actually at my house because we have better internet here than at my office. Every time we've tried to do this, it's like, what the heck? But I have a board. I'm going to write that on my, um, on my board. I love that. I, I just, you inspired me and you found me. So when you reached out, I'm telling you the synchronicity is weird because the day that you reached out was a day I needed someone to read. You know how like how stuff like that happens and yes. like, and and there are going to be yeses. So I love that you just said that because you learn through failure. The failure I the we're I find myself way more fearless through failure as well. And that is such good advice. I mean, I have a lot of entrepreneurial women that listen to this podcast. I've mostly women. I have a lot of men too, but I've mostly women. And I think it's because I'm a girl's girl at heart. Like that's just who I am. And the things that you're saying, they need are just going to be so refreshing. And as many entrepreneurs as I've had on this podcast from whatever, whatever walks of life or whatever their business is or whatever their family background is. And if, you know, some people did have a leg up and they still experience failures and struggles, even those who may have had the parent that really was able to financially help them um, or not to like the same core values and the fearlessness and the stuff that you do going through that is so important. So I love that. Um, One thing I'm terrified of is blogging. I'm like the worst I'm so bad at writing. Like I am a talker all day. Yeah. Messed up so many messages and emails. Like now you don't even need to be. It's so weird now. I mean, that chat GBT exists. I really need to, but also like, I'm such a big, I love writing. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, I would never use, you know, that to do my job, but it's, it's everyone has their strengths, right? Some people are really good on camera and talking. Some people are really good at writing. Some people are great at singing. I think it's just leaning into your strengths. Yes. And, and I would like almost have like whoever was right before chat GPT, I would have someone that I know had was strong at it mm-hmm. and like barter with them <laughs> to like, yeah. I'm, like, this is what I'm trying to say. Please help me write it. I'll give you a free tam. <laughs> I love that. I love that barter idea. I'm like a big fan of that. I think a lot of people don't reach out to like other small businesses and stuff because they're afraid of rejection. But you say right there, I mean, you can really barter in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you, and you're giving me like, so, I mean, you're giving me so much good, good advice and it's going to be so, you have no idea how much I appreciate it because the women that follow my page, we're all, we all start get, we, we're searching. Sometimes we get stuck and then we're, they're just starving to be reminded. And we honestly all kind of know this, we're pushing through and doing the same thing, but it feels good to know that like, you're not alone. Like you you know, it, it really, really, I found, and I found that just like you said, like the journey, I'm enjoying the journey, even though the journey is sometimes tough. Like if it was easy, it wouldn't be the same. I wouldn't be the same. Um, and I, I'm enjoying the journey, even though the journey sometimes is a no from someone or 
you know, is a huge trip up with the business. Mm-hmm. I, I, the journey is a part of the process and people need to understand that and, and, and grasp it and enjoy it even when it sucks because you're learning something. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I, lo- I love that. I definitely have to send you some um, some product too. Yes, please. I would love that. I love, I'm, I'm, I'm like, the, I get in trouble all the time with my CFO because I give stuff away. I was just on vacation and I had all these addresses when I got back. And she's like, I hate when you leave town because I come back and give a bunch of stuff away. But it's so nice. I mean, that's such a great authentic way to get, you know, exposure for a, a brand, right? Why not? Yeah. And it's appreciative that they're like, I, I, obviously this, these people, this person touched me in some way. So I'm just lucky that I have something at my fingertips that I can, you know, appreciate, you know, mm-hmm. the conversation or the connection that I had with that person yep. um, and send them something, which is exactly what I'm going to do with you. It's like my way. That's just who I am. I'm a giver and I enjoy it. So it's not always about the money. So would you, would you agree with that? Like, do, were you, were you more passion push than dollar signs push? I feel like a lot of women are versus Uh, uh, certainly I would say that's the difference between men and women in business. But yeah, actually someone asked me yesterday, like how I decide what to charge for. And I mean, I, I think of it like, you know, the content, uh, that I put out, um, you know, I, I charge for like a speaking engagement, but I don't necessarily like I don't charge for Instagram unless it's like a brand partnership. But then I just released these two brand lists. So I'm charging for those, but they're like super cheap. So I, I think it's more of a time is money thing that mm-hmm. the time that it took to put into that. Whereas I think everything else, I am glad to be able to give it for free. And I think that's how you can build up a really strong personal brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, exactly. I, I'm right there with you. You are so good at content too. Like I, 10 years later with this brand, I'm still, I I love my social media gal right now too. I have a really good one, but sometimes I think it's a part of, sometimes I think people graduate out of like the, where your company yeah. is. Not like I had bad social curators or social content creators prior. I just think the company evolved and grew into something else. And then that person wasn't a fit anymore. But you were so good at the content that you put out. I I am getting better, but I have to get more involved in it because at the end of the day, you know, the people want the person behind the brand and the forefront on, you know, and with content. And it's not always the easiest thing to do with everything else I'm doing with the company. So I appreciate everything that you put out. I've been paying a lot of attention to it. I've been getting ideas from it. So we'll have all like the notes from how to find you because I think a lot of entrepreneurs on here could definitely get inspired by the stuff you're putting out and and be able to curate something on their own or, or make it uh, more relatable to their business. But you, you. you put some really good content out there and you're so dang cute. Oh my um, God. You're, so making, you're, you're so, so you're making blush because it's funny because I always feel like, oh gosh, I'm not good at this. And, you know, I see a lot of these other content creators and whatnot. And that's why I prefer the word entrepreneur for myself. Like, I don't really love the word influencer. I don't think I'm good enough at the, like, social media side of things to be a good, like, influencer, I guess. So I prefer- why you're good because you don't care about the influencer part. I think that's why you're attracting the right people to your page. Maybe. And that's what I enjoy because I don't always enjoy the influencer style. So I, I think... I wouldn't say that you're not what you know you're not good at it or whatever. I just think you're good at what you're good at, and it's attracting the because it attracted me. I and not to say like I don't enjoy some influencers, but I really just like 
just the no I just like the way you're doing it. So it's more my style too. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. I agree. I mean, I think social media obviously is really great and can be really negative for a lot of especially young women. I mean, role modeling themselves after these like super glamorous girls and everyone's so thin and that's the downside sometimes of the internet. Yes. And I'm pretty big on like not um I I if I'm getting on my story, a lot of times I won't use a, won't use a, a filter or anything. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I like just woke up <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm swiping that out just because I exactly. my own confidence." Um, but you know, I I love that you're authentically who you are. That's how I live my life, and I want to put good stuff out there and inspire women to be themselves because it is such. There's enough so much negative out there. It's so mm-hmm. it's so comforting to see someone putting positive stuff out there and being a positive, you know, role model and mentor in that way. And you definitely are. Thank um, you. It, who are, who are some people that inspire you? Like what, who are, do you have any of your own favorite podcast? Now that I'm in this world, I think it's so funny, like who likes who, Yeah, and, you know, and it all just kind of comes in together. Sure. I love a lot of the more business entrepreneurial podcasts. Mm-hmm. I love like NPR's how I built mm-hmm. this. Love My that. friend Danielle Robe has a podcast called Pretty Smart. I really honestly don't listen to as many as I probably should, but if I am listening, I really like also uh, Lauren Bostick, the Skinny Confidential. Mm-hmm. I like some of those wellness podcasts. So it's a lot of it's a lot of content to consume also being so in the industry, so that's why I find myself I would rather I mean, I could tell you five books that I love probably a little bit easier than five podcasts. Five books. Uh, so actually, uh, what I just finished reading is Hangry by Mike Evans, the guy who started. That's so funny. I ordered that. It's such a good book. So that's crazy. I such just ordered it. And I don't even remember. I think maybe it was a client of mine that told me, but I just so ordered it. Yeah, I had never even honestly heard of him. I knew Grubhub, but I was at the, the library, which I just joined, and I picked up the book there. I loved that. Um, one of my favorite books for entrepreneurs is called Shoe Dog uh, mm-hmm. by Phil Knight, the guy who started Nike. One book that I read and is like the only book that I really keep and read through quite often is How to Stop Worrying and Start Living by Dale Carnegie. It's like a lot of short poetic stuff that I read every now and then. And then uh, fiction books I usually hate, but, and I'm, I hate same. Yeah, I I usually just hate them, but my friend wrote the most incredible book, and the second one just came out, and it's called Four Seasons. The second one, I'm already on chapter ten. I'm looking. It's called Four Seasons at Cutler's, but it's almost like a Sex in the City book mixed with just this really fun flirtiness. Uh, so I love that. I think that was four or five. Yeah, those are good, and I'm gonna. Though it's funny, I've already ordered one, and I'll pick up the others. But I think when someone when you're inspiring someone, it's good to know like what they're reading, what they're doing. I um, went through a stint this year where I read a ton and then I um, traveled to them and I freshly single as of the end of last year. I don't know. It still seems so fresh. So I've been doing like a combo of like business. I do like Jasmine star for business. Love her. Um, And then she's like very, she's like, you need to listen. If you haven't listened to her, I love her. Okay. Um, she's amazing. And then I do um, Date Yourself, which is a fun one for if yeah. you're single. And she's also very entrepreneurial. Like she's very impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that one. So I've been doing podcasting more. So, and I think it's because my son left for college. I'm alone. I had him young. So I think because I'm alone a lot, I think podcasting is like 
good for, to get inspired when you're by yourself. It's almost like you're, I mean, I might sound like a psychopath, but it's like you're having a conversation with someone, even though you're home alone. (laughs) No, that makes so much sense. I love it. And that's such a, that's such a reliable thing about podcasts is it's like, you feel like you know this person. And I think that's super important. Absolutely. And it inspires me. Like I like, as I'm my, you know, growing my own podcast, I, I like the different styles, you know, and I definitely love yours. I think I lean towards more listening to women for some reason. Mm-hmm. I'm very much a girl's girl. I'm here for, I'm here, I'm here for the woman. Uh, well, was there anything like for being on, like, I think both of us want to inspire, put good stuff out there. I was so excited you know, to have you on here and to talk about that. And I definitely would like, you know, to have you on again and catch up and stay in touch. Um, I, we're going to put how to follow you and everything on here, but what, it, what is something, you know, with all of these women, I, I know for a fact, I have 200 women that listen to this on a regular basis because they're business partners through my company. You know, is there anything that you say to someone? I mean, you have such a cool past and is there anything you could say, you know, at, if they're struggling, like, building their brand or building their business? Like what, any advice that you would have for these wonderful women that like to listen to me talk on here? (laughs) Good question. My advice for anyone who's listening who really wants to build a personal brand is I think be really strategic with your niche. I mean, it took me 10 years to figure out exactly what area I wanted to focus on. And that came from a lot of trial and error. But if you're not 12 years old starting a blog, you may be further into your career. And I always started this because I wanted to fill a void for what I thought that I needed, which was someone to feel inspired by, which was someone to look up to. And so if you're starting any type of personal brand, what is it that you need and run with that more? Mm -hmm. And because, yeah, that's exactly because you're going to learn while it's it. That's the best advice. Yep. Um, that is the best advice. I love that. And I really, um, thank you for taking the time to get on and I actually can't wait to catch up with you again. Yeah. And, um, and chat again, is there any question that you have for me or anything you want to put out there? I don't think so. I guess just stay, stay fearless. I have a newsletter that I, that I put out every single week and looking forward to having you on my podcast as well. Yes. And we are going to be posting just my business partners that are on here. Um, we have a private motivational page that we do. So we're going to be posting a lot of Alexis stuff on our personal page, like your podcast, your, we'll do your newsletter, Mm -hmm. things like that. I've really enjoyed watching her stuff. I've been inspired and I know that you guys will too. And I'm just so grateful that the universe keeps sending me these wonderful women. I told Missy, I told Missy when we were setting up everything, I was like, I don't know how I keep finding these cool women. She's like, I think you're a powerful manifester. I'm like, it's so hard to like grasp that because I have changed my life drastically Mm -hmm. in the life last year and I still kind of get like I still like pinch me sometimes when someone finds me interesting like I like so I just appreciate you so much for reaching out the day that you reached out was a day I needed someone to reach out so it, it was just that little thing that excited me and you have no idea how much I appreciate you doing that and I cannot wait to chat with you again You too. Thank you so much for having me and congratulations as well on your success.